0: Welcome to the Larnie Wilson Show, where I help you live the life you want without guilt, fear, or shame. All right, we're back again. I actually just started recording these in the morning, which I love. If you're watching this on YouTube, the light may not be the best because I have all my lights on and not natural sunlight yet, but I think this is a great time to sit and chat with you. So hello, and welcome back. And today we are talking about This question of when do you know that it's time to leave? So in my life, I have just made the biggest decision I've made in a long time, which is to leave Pittsburgh after living here for 10 years. I came to school here, I stayed, and now I'm getting ready to go. And so I thought it would be really useful to talk about, to walk you through and all of us through what are some things that we can consider when we're trying to decide if we want to leave a place a relationship, a job, anything like that. I think all of this is going to apply. So let's dive right in. As I mentioned, I came to Pittsburgh for school and I really didn't love Pittsburgh right out of the gate. I was pretty sure I wanted to leave as soon as I graduated. And it wasn't until my senior year that I thought, okay, maybe I should stay. And one of the big reasons was that I had changed a lot of my ideas about what I was going to do for a career. And in my senior year, I decided to become a freelance writer. And although I had thought for my whole life that I was going to move to New York City after I graduated from college, I knew that New York is expensive and being a freelance writer was not something I had any experience in. I didn't know how I was going to make money. And Pittsburgh was a place that I felt like I could figure it out. I also picked up a nannying job. I actually worked as a waitress for a couple of months. Like, I was just piecing things together. Eventually started teaching yoga as well. So I stayed in Pittsburgh and I started to set up a life here. I did a yoga teacher training. I went to Ayurveda school. I ended up doing so many things because I was here. And honestly, it was affordable. And it was hard because a lot of my friends left. I found it really, really difficult to make friends here as an adult. I think Pittsburgh in general is a city where it's best to either have been from here or to move here with a partner because that's just it's kind of a partnered up city. I don't know how else to describe it. If you are familiar with Pittsburgh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. But yeah, i I struggled a bit with that. But for me, I didn't really know where else to go. And I also didn't have the financial ability to go anywhere else. The only other place I could have gone was to move back in with my mom, which I'm sure she would have loved. But it was really important to me that I create my own adult life. Now, could I have saved a lot of money by moving back in with my mom and moving back to Maryland? Of course, but it wasn't the the path that I chose. So I was here in Pittsburgh, I stuck it out and got this babysitting gig and started teaching yoga in a studio. Those two things definitely kept me kind of physically bound to Pittsburgh, although the freelance writing was always you know, something I could do anywhere. And so after Several years, probably about five years. Well, a lot of things happened in those five years. Um, I went from going, being straight out of school with no idea what was going on, going through the whole like, I'm a young 22, 23 year old thing. Um, started babysitting for this family, really got attached to the kids, loved teaching yoga. Everything was kind of like on its own trajectory. And then the pandemic hit and the things that I had built my life around in Pittsburgh, namely teaching yoga and babysitting, got wiped out immediately. And I sat back and I thought, what am I going to do? And I think a lot of us had that question, especially in those really early terrifying days of the lockdowns. i like, what am I going to do? Like literally my like 85% of my livelihood was gone and overnight. And fortunately, I had just started a hypnotherapy training program, um, a couple months before that happened. And I was on track to finish that by the end of 2020. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll lean into that. I really felt this strong need to be able to look out for myself financially and business wise. I hadn't thought of myself as a business, but you know, something that really struck me is that I think the studio yoga system is really not set up to support the individual teachers as individual business owners, because it's really what you are. Like you're a contractor, but if you're a contractor, you're really running your own business. That said, like within a studio system, let's say I would have a hundred people come to my classes over the course of a week. I don't have any way to access them because they are technically clients of the studio. And so that was something that I realized like, oh, I really didn't have my own back. And I decided to know, I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to have my own back. I wanted to create something for myself that I could depend upon. And I think so many people changed jobs or kind of pivoted things in the pandemic or as a result of a lot of the reflection time that we had and a lot of the just big changes that were going on. And so I said, okay, I'm going to focus on being a a hypnotherapist. I'm going to put everything into that because that is something that I can get paid good money for and I can do from anywhere in the world. And that was just the intention that I planted for myself. And so that was, I guess, the fall of 2020 when I officially got certified as a hypnotherapist, started my practice and started building it. You know, as I'm recording this, it's the almost the spring. It's February. Is it March? Oh my gosh. It's March. It's March of 2023. And my business has grown so much that I got to a place probably about a year ago where I was like, okay, I want to go all in. Uh before that, I was really not going all in on hypnotherapy. I was still spreading myself thin. I was still babysitting a lot. And I was like, okay, I wanna take myself seriously. Now is the time. Like I think I had to get through my own trauma and experience of the lockdowns and the pandemic in 2020, 2021. And so finally in 2022, I was like, okay, I'm taking my business seriously. We're going all in. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm very grateful for that because around the same time, I started thinking, like, okay, if I'm going to go all in on my business, what is it that I want to do? Do I really want to stay in Pittsburgh? And 2022 was also the 10 year anniversary of when I moved to Pittsburgh. I came to Pittsburgh in August of 2012 as a little college freshman, And so I think for me personally, a decade is a long time. And I think it's a really great opportunity to reflect. I think sometimes we allow our lives to go by, and we don't really give ourselves an opportunity to check in and say, hey, is this still what I want? Does this still work for me? But a decade, I was like, I was spending some time thinking about it. And to be honest, Pittsburgh had never been endgame for me. And I had really stayed here because I could, and it was comfortable. And frankly, I think a lot of people stay where they are because it's comfortable and familiar and they know it. They know how to like operate in that space. And it's not just about where you live, right? I think people do this in relationships. I think people do this with jobs. I think people do this in so many different ways. Like We are hardwired to stay with what we know because on a subconscious level, we know that is safe. And probably as you're hearing me say these words, you're also thinking to yourself about a situation that you stayed in for a long time without even really checking in to see if it was working for you. My therapist has a funny, like, I mean, it's sort of a joke, but she's also sort of serious. And she's like, she always feels like marriage should be a five year contract that you renew every five years after you've evaluated if you want to continue. And that's always really stuck with me about like, we should be evaluating the choices that we're making and the life that we're living and see, is this really what I want? And not something that you need to be doing every single day, right? Because that would probably just drive you up the wall. But when you have a five, 10-year milestone, even something like a year, it's useful to reflect. It's useful to get a little bit more self-awareness, to pull yourself out of the flow of things and just step back and observe and get some clarity. And so I realized that I really didn't want to keep staying In Pittsburgh, I was outgrowing my apartment, which is, if you're watching this, it's the apartment that you're seeing me in right now. I outgrew that so fast. As soon as I transitioned to working from home and being a hypnotherapist, um, the apartment just is not set up for that. It's pretty small. I also adopted a cat who is amazing. I wish that he was here so you could see him. I don't know where he is right now. Um, but, you know, it's me, it's a cat, it's a small space, like, I, there's no outdoor space. Oh my lord, how much I wanted outdoor space during those lockdowns. Um, but all of those things made me realize, like, I would need to move out of this apartment anyway, but if I'm not feeling like Pittsburgh is fully meeting what I want, then why stay? And, you know, I'll, um, I'll, I'll rewind us for a minute and say that, at some point in one of the lockdowns, I was taking a lot of walks. There's a park in Pittsburgh called Highland Park. It's really nice. There's a loop that you can walk around and it's um, there's like this reservoir thing in the center. And it's great. And I was walking there uh, pretty much daily. I would get up. I would go for a walk. It was summer, so I wanted to get out early. And there were always regulars there. And we would kind of like wave or nod to each other or whatever. And one day I started walking. And I started walking at the same time as this guy who I'd never seen there before. And I like kind of knew all the regulars who were there at that point. And it was the kind of thing that we had started walking in the same direction at the same time. So it was like, are we going to have a conversation or are we just going to awkwardly walk silently near each other? And so we struck up a conversation and he, you know, was asking me what I do and I was asking him what he does. And I was just telling him about all the things. And he was like, so wait, why are you in Pittsburgh? and he was like, you're not staying for a fella, are you? Which was like so funny and cute. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not actually. And he was like, so why are you still here? And those words have stuck with me ever since. I swear to you, I never saw that man again. I absolutely believe that he swooped in to deliver that message to me and then like disappeared out of thin air but it really stuck with me. And it really got me thinking. And so all of this had been percolating for years, honestly. And it was just up to me to get to a place where I felt like I could A, quit babysitting, because those kids are so near and dear to my heart. And it honestly felt like leaving family to decide to leave them. And also B, to get my business to a place where I felt like I could trust it to support me fully, not having anything else. And it took until... Maybe the late summer of 2022 for me to be like, I'm ready to do this. And then it took me until the end of 2022 to work up the nerve to actually go ahead and resign from babysitting. And now here we are in March of 2023. And my moving date is less than two months away. So it was a journey. And I share all of this because. I think sometimes we also see things online or wherever, and we get this impression that we're supposed to know exactly what we want right now and change our lives completely overnight. And so let's talk about how you can know if you're ready to leave something. First of all, I would say, as I mentioned before, it's really useful to set yourself to some of those benchmark milestone review times to say, look, it's been six months, it's been a year, I'm doing this thing. How do I feel about it? Is this serving me? Is this, if I closed my eyes and imagined what I really wanted, is this either that or is it leading me to that? You can do this in re- your relationships, you can do this in your career, you can do this with your friends, family, like with the place that you live, you can do this, excuse me, any with anything in your life. So do that. And then I also think it's useful to consider what do I really want? Why do I want this thing? If what I have right now is not it because you might realize that in your reflection, then what is it that I want? What is it that I don't have right now that would improve my life? Why is it important to me? I hope you're writing this down, by the way. I'm like just going with all these questions. Why is it important to me to have that thing? And why now? Write all of those things down for yourself. And also spend some time really sitting with, okay, well, if I want to get to B and I'm currently at A, what are the steps that I will need to take in order to get there? For example, me leaving Pittsburgh required that I gave up babysitting and also was able to grow my business so that I knew it was going to cover my bare minimum expenses at least. And I'm also someone who will like take a leap of faith and I'm like, I know I'm going to keep growing. So once I get to this baseline, I feel like I'm comfortable enough to take that leap. But your, your mileage may vary, right? You may have other things that need to be done. Something else that you're going to have to consider is can I handle the potential disappointment or hurt that I may cause to someone else by making this decision. I think sometimes we like to think that our decisions are done in a vacuum and only impact us, but that is not true. I was acutely aware of the fact that by me leaving babysitting, that those kids were going to miss me and that I was going to miss them. I was aware that the family that I babysat for was not going to have the same you know, weekly experience that they had because I was no longer going to be showing up and, you know, being there, taking care of the kids. Like, and I knew that they would be disappointed. And like, frankly, we've have a very close relationship and I knew that they would be sad and also miss me as a person, as I will also miss them. And this part, the potential hurt or disappointment of someone else is really what took me the longest to get over or to work through. I don't know if I'm necessarily over it. And so that might also be what you're going through. You know, I was talking to a client just yesterday who is really deciding if she wants to stay with her boyfriend or not. And she was like, I know that he loves me and I know that breaking up with him will hurt him. And that was one of the things that she was considering is like, is she willing to potentially hurt someone for what she wants? And that is something that we all need to consider right? Like if you want to move out of a place, if you want to leave a situation that you're in, there might be some hurt. There might be some sadness. I don't know that we necessarily get to skate through life always leaving a trail of like rainbows and sunshine behind us. Like sometimes the things that we do are going to hurt people. Sometimes the things that we do are going to make people sad. Like I know my mom would love if I moved back in with her. She would love that. My decision to not do that makes her sad, I'm sure. But like, we have to figure out what are we willing to do. And that might take you some time to decide for yourself, like, what you feel comfortable doing. I will say, obviously, I'm going to plug hypnotherapy here. Hypnotherapy is amazing for coming to terms with what is actually holding you back. And also getting to soothe and kind of ease that transition for you, so that you can realize that someone else's disappointment or sadness or hurt around your decision, as long as you have behaved with integrity, their hurt or their pain or their disappointment is not your responsibility, right? Like people are allowed to feel sad. And frankly, it can be a sign that there was something really beautiful that was there if we or the other person or the other parties involved feel some sadness around the end. And that's okay. Sadness doesn't mean that you've made the wrong choice. And that was the other thing that I really had to get my grips around as well is that I had told myself, oh, well, if I'm going to move on from this, it'll be easy. And I put that in air quotes or it'll be, it'll just feel good. That was a flat out lie. Sometimes moving on from something and leaving something behind you does not feel good, but that doesn't mean it's the wrong choice. Honestly, I think that is the one that took me the longest to grapple with. That was absolutely a subconscious belief that I held and that maybe you do as well, that we are supposed to feel good when we know that we've like made the right decision. And now granted, I will say, I do feel a lot of excitement about the decision I've made, but I also feel a lot of sadness. But going back to those initial questions, if you know why you're making the decision that you're making, If you know why you are choosing to move on, then you can come back to that and you can say, okay, this is why I'm making this decision. It might feel sad and scary right now because I've never done this before. It might feel overwhelming right now because this is all new to me. It might feel bad in air quotes because I just haven't seen how good it's going to be. And that's okay. It's okay for us to have those feelings. And my personal beliefs on this are that if you are considering moving on from something, there's a reason that you're thinking that. That thought didn't just pop into your head willy-nilly, randomly on some Tuesday afternoon. There's a reason. So give yourself a chance to explore what that reason is. You might make the decision not to move on from this thing, You might make the decision to stay exactly where you are, but it is absolutely worth getting clarity around why you are making that choice because not moving on is a choice just like moving on is. Not moving on is going to bring up some feelings just like moving on is. So it's not that one is better or worse. It's not that one creates more or less ease in your life. Like, trust me, uprooting your life (laughs) of 10 years to go and like, go to a totally new place. Not an easy thing, but I know that it's also worth it. I know that there is something out there for me to experience that that's the right time for me to do this. You know? So I really encourage you this week to consider, is there something that you're not fully sitting with that you have been contemplating? Will will they or won't they? Is there something that you can spend some time getting clarity around? What that desire is, how you can start taking those steps. Honestly, you might not need to uproot your whole life to make a change. It might be a small tweak. It might be a conversation that gets to be had between you and someone else. There's such a broad spectrum of what it can mean to make a new choice or to move on from something or to just transform an experience that we're having. And you owe it to yourself to consider that because you can absolutely stay where you are. You can absolutely keep doing the same things over and over again, but you're not going to live a different life if you keep doing the same things. So that could mean a big change. That could mean a small change. But if you've listened this far, my guess is you're ready to make a change and it just might feel a little bit scary. But you know what? You're really brave. You are incredibly resilient. And you know yourself a lot better than you think. So chew on that this week, my friends. Consider what's coming up for you, what you are ready or getting ready to transform. I would love to hear what shifts you're making or maybe even what you're afraid of transforming in your life. And I'm just sending you the biggest hugs and the biggest thanks. And I'll see you back here very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Larney Wilson show. If you enjoyed this episode, then go ahead and subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and I will see you back here very soon.